Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. This week on the program, it's a movie with the protagonist so rotten, it makes you root for Jeffrey Jones. It's the <laughs> pest! I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. We are kicking off the 2021 Listener Request Month with a real, real rotten piece of cinema. It's The Pest from 1997, directed by Paul Miller. You may be familiar with his work if you've ever watched the Country Music Award broadcast on television. (laughs) This is my working theory is Paul Miller's a ghost. A real person mm-hmm. couldn't have directed this. This was corporeal <laughs> form direction. Well, he also worked on Mad TV, so I definitely see some of those elements here, maybe. Yeah, uh-huh. I, do, I buy that because I, I don't believe that real people direct award shows. You know yes. what I mean? I feel like it's either <laughs> ghosts or possibly people in the witness protection program. Mm-hmm. Or artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not I mean, physical manifestations. They're like, you can, you can put your hand through them. I think if you are any member that is named in the hit song Monster Mash, (laughs) you are allowed to direct an award show. (laughs) Do you ever see those things where it's like a real sort of Inception-y type thing where like a... uh, like some dude who directed like the Oscars will win an Emmy because he directed yes, yes. the Oscars. Yeah. That's all fake. We don't need an award for that shit. We really do not. We do not need to spend the time on it. And also all, all those like, and now let's go uh, see everybody in the booth. That's Pixar. Pixar puts that together. Mm-hmm. It's all computers. <laughs> yeah. It's fake. It's totally fake. Oh, uh, you know what I wish was fake? This fucking movie. How about that? I, uh, I, 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 you know what? I'm not going to give in that it isn't fake. Like, I don't, I don't, I barely remember this fucking thing. It's just like true. a force of malevolence that was visited upon me at some point yesterday. <laughs> it's like an alien abduction, right, Chris? It's yes. just like it, 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 it takes you, you know, you experience something bad, but you don't quite know what. 
And you, you end up smelling like a bog at the end of it, too. Absolutely. 100% on that one. I would rather have uh, some sort of probe jammed in one of my holes <laughs> than watch this ever again. And I, I should say, I watched it last night for the first time. I'd never seen it. But I like the the poster for this, like the VHS cover for this. I remember just like proudly passing by <sighs> this movie in the video store. Just like a... Absolutely not. Thanks, but no thanks. I was like, just nonstop saw this trailer, and yes. I was just like, "There's no way. I'm just not going to do this." You uh, never saw it, Chris? I never saw it before. This was my first really? time. I, first time. Steve, is this your first time? It is, and I believe uh, listeners can agree uh, that are so inclined. I believe there's a good, a, a substantial comic book uh, advertisement, like the back ad of a comic book of the past i remember like i think i have comic books in my house that have john leguizamo and those stupid sunglasses <laughs> you gotta fucking burn those dude that's bad juju wow. man you just moved into a new place you gotta get that stuff out of there you gotta get it out of there immediately i can't believe i'm the only one that has seen this before i saw this as a kid it was probably on hbo or you know one of the movie networks or something it seems like something that was like a bargain bin hbo it, acquisition it kind of makes sense in idiot producer brand Brain. Like John Leguizamo is best known for doing one man shows. He won an OB, won two drama desks. That doesn't mean anything necessarily. Plenty of bad stuff has won OBs and drama desks. But like he's a big name for doing this stuff. Let's do let's just have him do his thing in a movie plus Ace Ventura-esque stuff. Yes, yes. I think <laughs> Jim Carrey is definitely an influence here. And, and I guess Carrey at the time was probably moving over to the cable guy doing some a little at least more interesting work. And John Leguizamo was there trying to get that scrap. Um, we should say this is uh, the, the first week of Listener Request Month because we would yeah. never do this uh, without being forced. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and, you know, Steve, thanks for pointing that out again because the people who requested this, <laughs> what did we ever do to you? This is, I mean, this is up there. I mean, th this this year especially between this and Warriors of Virtue, big big ones are coming off the board. The only one, the biggest one that didn't get picked out of the hat was Fear, which we have to do this year. I think. I think I we think, really yeah. need to find. Yeah, just get that out of the way. Mm -hmm. um, but Sorry, yeah, let's... bro. I have to talk your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be perfect for like Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Uh, so before we get going here, let's listen to one of these several. Request for this film uh, from someone who clearly hates our rotten guts. Hi, this is Sarah from New Jersey, and I was calling to recommend 1997's The Pest, uh, which features John Leguizamo and Jeffrey Jones, and it's pretty much the dregs of, of humanity, and it made me very sad to watch it, but it would make me happy if, if you guys talked about it, so I would really appreciate it. Um, farewell, and uh, good luck. <laughs> farewell indeed farewell indeed man you yes. you should say that to someone like you know i felt like i was in a ship that was just about to like sail off the edge of the world watching Ma this movie ma'am i clearly do not have good luck this got chosen <laughs> where do you think i'm at here i paused this movie halfway through and mark rylance took me by the hand and brought me on the ship and said we're going back to watch it <laughs> There's no going back now, Eric. <laughs> oh, we have to go back to the TriStar logo and start it all over again. <sighs> Dude, I wish I fucking got killed on a boat whilst watching this film. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Better day. Not bad. Uh, I uh, yeah, I think I dodged this movie kind of like a bullet. I was 
not a John Leguizamo head, but I had a lot of, and I oh, actually, you know, still do have a lot of goodwill towards John Leguizamo, and I don't know why that is. I think he's a talented guy. Yeah, I think he's, he's a talented guy. He's a good actor. I charismatic, think and I he his la- his later period has been pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like he's really good in Romeo plus Juliet. Like, yes, he's a really good Tibble. and like uh, I, I've he this was like kind of the last gasp of him doing full on comedy. Yeah. Like, because House of Buggin got canceled. He got a divorce. This thing comes out. They put, they make sure it's out of theaters within a week. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. So he does House of Buggin, which was Woo! him doing like sketch comedy. Yeah. Me and Chris watched that show, not together, but me and Chris, maybe the only two. Yes. I remember a single joke from House of Buggin. Oh, would, you like, would you like to hear it? Oh, of course. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I, I think about this joke quite often. You know what? You're so stupid. You need to pull your pants down to count to eleven. And I think I used that in like in like grade school. I think that was something. <laughs> the dick is a digit. <laughs> dick is the eleventh digit in That's this amazing. scenario. Digit I, dick. One thing about Hasselbuggen, it does I think have the first instance of a movie podcast in it. There is an the, one of the recurring bits they would do is a bunch of guys. It was Luis Guzman, uh, uh, John Leguizamo. And Michael Bolton from Office Space, yes. Herman, Dave Herman, David I think. Herman. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah. Uh, and they would just like talk during a movie. Well, a movie. They're in the audience of a movie, and they're talking during a movie. And they're like, "So, who do you think? W- you know, do you think Freddie or Jason would kill each other? Oh, you know, actually, I think Freddie would kill Jason. Nah, Jason would kill Freddie. Are you kidding me? Oh, but what about Alien versus Predator? Ah, <laughs> Predator's got him. No, no, no. Alien's gonna burst out of the chest. Come on. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, real shocking. This was canceled almost immediately. <laughs> and uh, and this and in this week's episode is brought to you by Casper. <laughs> <laughs> they taught us everything we know. I was gonna say, do they uh, do they presage all movies? Like, oh, what about a green book? What do you think about that? <laughs> Pizza? Come on, get out of here. <laughs> no, now wait a second though, because I have to I have a very important question for Chris. Because so Chris, what? you said he does House of Buggin, and then what happened? I think he gets a divorce. So okay, what fucking E True Hollywood story John Leguizamo did you watch that there's divorce information in your head? Now? It's literally just like on his IMDB page. <laughs> He's advertising his divorce. Oh, is I that mean- like a project? An upcoming project? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce uh, yes. pending is the idea. <laughs> I mean, it just it's it just seems weird to me that like it, he makes this ter- like this is the last thing that happens, and then it's like almost all mostly dramatic roles after. This. Well, I kind of agree with you, Chris, because it's weird. Like he this, I would have guessed if I like if you told me like, hey man, and even when I watched this movie, like. What year did this come out? I would have said like 94, 95. Yes. Uh, yes. I would have guessed earlier. 1997 felt so late. Because yes, he, you know yes. that's because he was a younger guy like you know what I mean around Marrier brothers it kind of makes sense like oh the, like we said this guy's got this like one man show it's really something let's just let's just make a movie that celebrates whatever that is. Well, that makes sense, but he's a known quantity at this point. It makes no sense to do this wretched movie. Well, because, like, and the, the way they put it out, like, Universal was going to put it out. They kick it down to a subsidiary. Then they have to make a deal with TriStar to fund a a month-long shoot, a three-day write, uh, uh, writing uh, period. Like, that seems... That seems uh... A bit much. I refuse to believe that someone actually spent three days on the screenplay for this movie. <laughs> should, we should note uh, 
the same year that this trash came out. Oh, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. He's <laughs> he's way funnier as Clown in Spawn the uh, same year. Uh-huh. It's a better yeah. better movie, honestly. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, you know, you got Michael Jai White, Martin Sheen. I would kill for Martin Sheen in this film. Uh, yeah, I don't think Martin Sheen would be killing to be in this movie. <laughs> I, I would kill for a D.B. Cooper. I know it sounds weird to say, but a D.B. <laughs> Cooper would really have perked me up here. D.B. Yeah. Sweeney you're talking about, oh, not D. the yeah, famed not the- missing <laughs> bank robber. I would kill for D.B. Cooper to get some of that money he absconded with. Okay, back in the day, I would have killed for D.B. Cooper for a price. <laughs> D.B. Cooper. <laughs> and you know... Saturday Night Live, and here's your host, D.B. Cooper. <laughs> hey, man, it's uh, so great to be on SNL. Really happy. Lorne, thank you so much. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I twisted my ankle jumping out that plane. <laughs> <laughs> Most SNL guests, are, are, are guest hosts, rather, are criminals. So. Mm. <laughs> hey, uh, arguably funnier movie than this that he did two years later, Summer of Sam. Yeah, we, I, he, I like Summer of Sam. So this is, I mean, yeah, he stars as the titular pest, and it is just oh. sort of like, and I think whenever like you run out of ideas for like, I want to do something with a comedian that's kind of fun and give him a lot of room to like riff. He's a yep. con artist. It's just like I don't know. He's a con artist, a right? Vague because con you're, artist. You're totally right because that uh, affords you the opportunity for him to do. Uh, you know, different disguises, different characters, yep. mm-hmm. and so on. And in this movie, what that turns into is some of the most dated garbage race comedy I've ever, ever seen. And I have to believe that we're good enough as a human being society that the shit in this movie is why nobody remembers it anymore. Well, <laughs> as the Joker will say, we live in a society. But what is the point of even making him a con artist in this? I feel like you just make him a, a, a kid that's living with his parents, that doesn't have his life together. That's pretty much what he is. We never see him actually really do much conning, do we? He has a job at the Chinese restaurant delivering food that I guess is a con because he's not it's, who he says it, he is. He's evading consequences for his cons is most of this movie. The cons have already happened. All the good stuff already happened. You're right, because at the beginning, it's it's four minutes of him singing in the shower about what a scammer he is, and you never see it. Like, <laughs> the one thing he does is like the worst three-card Monty riff ever. But that's it's it. terrible. Yeah, right, th- yeah. yeah he's, he's conning people because he's pretending that he's blind and doing a, like... Uh, is it three card money? Because he's got like coconut cups or some I shit. I think it is three card. I think at is least it? he says it is. Oh, or I thought it was one of those like guess which coconut half the ball is under. Or oh, something. Sh- one yeah. of his friends also built the machine to do the 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 the, the card game. Sure. It's um, like it's absolute <laughs> anarchy. This whole gotta, fucking movie. We got to talk about the shower scene a little more. Sh- yeah, um, of course, dude. This is just like Ernest P. World type of shit. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even connect that, but you're totally right. That's exactly what this is. And we get it's this, John Leguizamo doing Ernest. Yes, and we get to see all those great characters such as gangster, Dracula, Asian. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And just repeat that. Yeah, it's... over and over again. And he's, I, you know what? I, and I, I took a screenshot and I forwarded it to you guys. 
He's singing in a pissy shower. There is yep. some yellow water at his feet because they keep cutting down to his feet. I don't know if that's a joke or somebody actually accidentally pissed. I'm I unclear. Think, I think it's I a think joke. He's brewing up some dick beer, folks. <laughs> also, he that. absolutely is. I think he supplied the dick beer, but I think that's supposed to be a joke most of all. No, I think it, they were just taking forever to film this scene, and he was just pissing in the shower. <laughs> Maybe it was okay, a little cold. I just gotta do it. It was a little cold on set. You know what I mean? Like your feet get a little cold, you pee on them. Oh, yeah, I'm going to warm up my toes. I'm going to piss all over my feet. Leguizamo. <laughs> it is so much. And it, it it's always like when you give a movie a theme song like this, it's like you're writing a check you can't cash. Because Absolutely. Like, Here I am, and here I go. I'm going to make you laugh, and I'm going to make you go. And it sucks, too, because... Because, like, it's clearly, like, a Rapper's Delight parody. And, like, sure. I just wish I was dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so terrible. And, like, it's also, it does serve as, like, a a primer for, like, here's all the wacky, hilarious stuff you're going to see in this movie. Am I going to be a Dracula? Am I going to pretend to be a Chinese guy? Watch <laughs> and find out. I wish oh. you would do more Dracula stuff, honestly. I mean, sure. I guess, yeah. yes. Going back to the the Asian well, he goes to so many times, and I guess that must come from like his like one man show stuff. Like you know, growing up in New York, you'd always find Asian people who would sound a little something like this. This whole movie is predicated on I think insert ethnicity would sound a little something (laughs) like this. It's the whole movie, and it's not just him doing it. Jeffrey Jones is doing a rancid <sighs> job with this German accent. <laughs> Holy Toledo. It's you- awful all around. Well, here's the thing. Is when you write this movie, and it's like, oh, it'll be funny. It'll be a German guy, and like you offer it to whomever you offer it to, and you get Jeffrey Jones uh, five calls later. It's like, you know <laughs> what, dude? Let's just call him a fucking businessman and give yes. Jeffrey some room to maneuver. Because Jeffrey Jones, pre-Troubles, funny guy, right? Like yeah, a guy yeah. that could, especially like a straight man who's running afoul of the pest. I could see that working. Yeah. It makes total sense. But what doesn't make sense is how this character uh, that Leguizamo was playing here even lived long enough to encounter Jeffrey Jones because it's shocking that because clearly this is every day. It's every day with this asshole yeah. screaming in the shower, bothering <laughs> this family. It's crazy to me that they haven't murdered him. And why even make like the most dangerous game type of thing? Why not just have Jeffrey Jones be American, like you said, and he was a guy that got conned or something. Exactly. Like, there's some motivation there. Totally, just a revenge thing. Yes. Well, the most the dangerous fact game- that this is most dangerous game is just, it's so dumb. Well, because it, it, it it peters out almost immediately. Like they get off the yes. island. I'm like, wait, so it's still going on? Like you I couldn't I mean? believe <laughs> it. It was like the end of the Lost World Jurassic Park. They went back to civilization. <laughs> and we oh have- shit, my T Rex. I think it sounds like an Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Kevin? And it might not have allowed for so many, uh, what I'm going to call for now, problematic scenes that happen on the layer of the most dangerous game stuff. Set it here. Maybe we don't have that much of that stuff. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, that's the weird thing, too, right? Is like, you know, when we did, uh, what was that great um, Ice-T movie there? Surviving the Game? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That at least, they're like, okay, we're just going to, like, huff it up to, like, Northern California or something like that. Find a ranch. This movie is like, no. We're sticking to the source material. We have to go to an, a random island for some reason. Which we don't even spend the rest of the movie in. No. I, 
It's like I maybe would, 20 minutes. I would wager the I would I would uh, venture that the best scenes of this movie with that that's a lowercase b and it's also <laughs> italicized. The best <laughs> scenes of this movie are uh Leguizamo, Aries Spears and Freddie Rodriguez kind of fucking around is like a couple of near duels doing whatever. Like that's- because then then it becomes what I feel this movie is worse than, but feels exactly the same to watch, which is the Jerky Boys movie. Yes, yeah, very. Like it, was, it was just the three of them like running pranks or whatever, and like they, there's any kind of reason for them to do things. Then it's almost a movie. Here's 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 what it is. You can just use the most garbage boilerplate like 80s 90s comedy plot right so like they're three con artists but of course in, in these kinds of movies right they're also like good guys you know like was mm-hmm. almost like a known figure helping the community shit like that right so they're those guys mm-hmm. and then jeffrey jones is like some motherfucker that's gonna come in and he's gonna bulldoze the community center and they come up with the great prank scam con whatever to screw him over and save the community center and bring peace to the neighborhood and that's the movie yeah Keep it there. Very, it is. Make it specific to to the neighborhood no. where they live. But, yeah. No, it's but it's gross out times. We need gross outs. Everything needs to be gross and disgusting and kind of gross. Like when you're sitting in the shower, you pee on your feet, and then you go downstairs <laughs> farting, and you almost make out with your mother. And you Dude, go, "What is with that dancing?" And that was when I was like, "This is every day. This is every day with this guy. Like he's grabbing his mother, dragging her out onto the dance floor, and like the rest of the family is like." That's our past. They, yeah, they've kind of resigned themselves to hell, it seems like. <laughs> I'd move out, man. I don't care if I'm sleeping in a dumpster. I would not be able to stand this guy. No I mean, way. The one sibling does seem like she's on the edge there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the edge with the past. I just, I mean, like, thank God this movie's 85 minutes, because what? Dude, it's what? like... <laughs> It was a grueling 85, man. I thankfully was able to watch it in one sitting because I put it on uh, after Chelsea went to bed. Uh, I did her that kindness. But, like, god damn, that this just go and go and go. I'll tell you, I, I, you, think, you guys think I could pull off this pest shirt? This uh, red, <laughs> the, the comic book stuff on it? I, like, I kind of like it. No. I think that's oh, a, when we finally get to tour in the year 2025, <laughs> I think you should wear that on the first opening day. It'll be uh, a new segment of the live act that we'll call Throw Tomatoes at Steve. <laughs> what, we're speaking about best scenes. I think one of the best scenes is, you know, in terms of acting alone, uh, Jeffrey Jones, you know, prowling the streets of Florida for, <laughs> oh. for a young boy. I mean, is that... <laughs> Dude, that is... It's kind of the worst thing. I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah. he's literally driving around in a car with a dude who looks exactly like him, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, and yeah. they're just looking for young meat. Did he know the camera was on? <laughs> <laughs> now I just gotta set up a photography studio. and um... <laughs> It's actually kind of surprising that it's not the Jeffrey Jones character, but the Leguizamo character who's allowed to, like, there's a scene where he's going into a playground and like playing basketball with kids and i was like screaming at the tv don't let that guy anywhere near a playground yeah that would be a a real mistake for you parents out there if you see someone like this like the pest 
Keep them away from your children. I mean, the name Pest, let alone, like, you already, you just kind of are born with a, uh, a restriction on where, where how, how close you can be to schools. Like, it's like, my name is the Pest. It's like, you know what, dude? You can pest across uh, the street. Uh, wait, so you were you were playing basketball with the guy who calls himself the Duke of Deception. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think you should probably not do that anymore, Justin. Okay. Yeah, I will buy you one of those like movable basketball hoops and we will put it in the driveway. Better yet, I'm going to buy you a knife. <laughs> hey, mom, mom, the, the pest got me a PlayStation 1. <laughs> oh, pardon me? <laughs> Who? The, my buddy, the pest. Oh, okay. Is this a kid in your class? No. It's like, okay. He's a 35 year old man. <laughs> so, one of the like under threads of this movie is that he also owes fifty thousand dollars to the get ready to laugh america scottish mafia uh, it's almost a funny joke but they hang a hat on it every time they talk about it like you know what i mean like scottish mafia like oh okay i get it like they hang a whole haberdashery on it, man. <laughs> it ain't just one hat they, like, they beat this joke to death <laughs> Because it's just, it, it would be sort of, like, if they never called attention that it's weird, it's kind of funny. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, the Scottish Mafia, these guys in kilts, da-da-da-da-da. But yep. it's just like, well, why aren't, because I feel like every time they talk about it, somebody's like, well, why aren't they Italian Mafia? And it's like, well, that's the joke. Uh, <laughs> like that's, oh. Then it wouldn't be a comedy. Okay, then the movie continues. But Got what? it. The Wrote joke? this in three days. Got it. But the they're ju- Scottish? And they do crime? What? <laughs> the joke has to always have a joke on top of it. Like, not only do they wear kilts, their guns have like plaid on on the on the handle. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. That yeah. sucks. There's that attention to detail sucks. in this movie. It's just bad. I, I like seeing the guy from the thing as the head Scottish uh, mafioso. That's nice. But yes. uh, also, the rest of this is terrible. I hate this like this style of joke telling where it's not like. It's not even one style he's going after. It's just like open the floodgates and try every kind of joke there is. Yeah, That's why it's like the Jerky Boys movie. It's like whatever we can think of and throw at the wall, you know. The only thing that this movie is missing is prank phone calls. Because mm-hmm. it, it, And you're right. It, it, it strikes me as somebody who – and that's the weirdest part is because, John again, like John Leguizamo, like he'd done movies, like a ton of movies. He, he was, you know, acclaimed in Carlito's way at this point, all this stuff. And it's like – Oh, hell yeah. Because it's like it's one of those things where it's it almost feels like you're taking somebody who's never done a movie before and you're like, you know what, just make the movie, other thing, and we'll see what happens. But yep. again, like this dude's an actor, like a real deal actor. He's an actor that at this point is in enough shit on stage and screen where we know what he's capable of and what works. And like this, it's just a disaster. <laughs> So you- <laughs> I can't. I can't even. On some levels, guys, I can't even. I feel like part of this is not real. Like I feel like I'm in a simulation, and we're talking well, about a fake it, movie. I think it's again, it's just producer brain. They saw the one man shows, and they didn't see the compelling performer who is just yes. magnetic on his own, like just has energy that beams. They saw, oh, maybe they like the dumb jokes. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we just give him a lot of dumb jokes, that'll work. And then he gave. They did a show that didn't last, and then did this movie that got pulled from theaters after five days. That's incredible. When whenever you see that, that is like grim financial despair. <laughs> yeah. I remember yes. like I, I've been I've been like working, you know, the other side of my life is working in movie theaters and shit. 
been doing it since 2000, right? The only time that I'd ever seen that actually happen was, uh, I almost said you guys remember, but odds are you don't. There was a movie, I never saw it. It's Ben Chaplin and Nicole Kidman, I think. It's called The Birthday Girl. Oh, yeah. So- yeah. Dude, oh, that, w- that was a like one week and get the fuck out of this theater. <laughs> and I'd never seen anything like it because like the, 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 the agreement is usually like at least two weeks and this movie well, tanked so horribly it was like absolutely not this in from the internet ticker yes it opened to the 12th place at the box office in Ooh. over 12 uh, over 1200 theaters that's wow a, that's a situation where you know the house is burned down you know the stable burned down you're just trying to save the fucking pets <laughs> get those dogs out of there i just 12th place is really something, <laughs> if you think really, about it. I mean, like, 12th you know, place in 1997 on 1,200 screens. Like, 1,200 screens, like, that's not, you know, that's not nothing for 1997. That's a no, good amount of screens. That is, like, pro- probably, like, fully wide, probably. I wonder. And, yeah, in 1997? Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if, like, if I had seen it, like, because I, I remember kind of, like, being aware of it, like, oh, maybe I want to watch. I like telling was like, like, if maybe me and my buddy Rob at the time had gone. Do you think it would have got eleventh place? You think that was like the margin? Yep. I think you, you guys could have put it right over, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know what? These two fat kids came to see the movie. Let's keep it in for a full week. Oh, uh, you know what? All last week it was raining everywhere. You know, <laughs> one more week. Let's see what happens. Oh, you know what's a weird thing in this movie that's really uncomfortable? In that Jeffrey Jones like ride along part, he's looking at people, and you don't understand why he's doing it and he's got these lines where he's like these people are all so teeny oh look at that <laughs> yes. specimen oh! it, it's weird because it's him and this other guy who looks exactly like him as we've said they're like <laughs> these two huge german eggs it's yeah. a very bizarre <laughs> like the two like the, they're humongous egg-shaped I, men i believe the uh the assistant there is a member of no ma'am from married with children that makes sense oh that would 110 percent track pretty sure oh Let's He's got a Tom Sizemore energy is yes. what I would give him. Yes, yes. Tom, Tom Sizemore Ma- without the coke, though. That's mm. even worse, kind of. Tom Sizemore, way more funnier than this guy. His presence would have been welcomed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because at least then with Sizemore... It's he's he's good at doing like a you know a villain, so he'd be like threatening in a way. That's a problem. Is 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 there's nothing at all remotely scary throughout this movie? What? The mafia threat, the 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 German hunters. It's just it's that, not real. That's the it problem. Never, never tracks. Is that we didn't know how menacing Jeffrey Jones was at the time. <laughs> right. That's Seeing true. it now, it truly does. It's a it's a melding performance into this Nazi ass guy. But it's, like. Back then, you couldn't have known. But what is this, like, the whole, like, this plot, you also, it's just like this, oh, yeah, of course, these baby boomer Nazis from <laughs> <Yes>. Germany <laughs> uh-huh. are in Miami hunting every race on the planet well, at uh, a secret the, island. The, uh, an island off the off of the shores of Miami. It doesn't seem yes, to be that little Saint far James. away. Yes. Oh, Little St. James. There you go. Yeah. Him and Epstein I, God bought it together. <laughs> I don't understand, like... But what, where's the money coming from? Like, I mean, I guess it's just old Nazi money. I guess it's gold and yep. arts and antiquity. I don't know. Absolutely. It's just, you know, he's he's able to spend his days hunting humans for sport due to the rape of Europa. 
You know what I mean? All the fucking art, the gold, you know. Just, just turn this into Inside Man where, where John Leguizamo robs uh, uh, this old oh. aging Nazi. Wait, which which bank did they hold up that has all of my ethnic heads in there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, and- I bet that lockbox really smells. <laughs> And therein lies the rub. <laughs> hey, confirming that Florida, dude was definitely a no man, by the way. Nice. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it, we, we meet his crew, which is Aries Spears uh, playing Chubby and Freddie Rodriguez, very young Freddie Rodriguez, as Ninja. And then Aries there's like Spears was on Mad TV, Steve. He was, yeah. Okay. Is he, uh, more, is he one of those dudes that's like he's definitely more of a stand-up or something? Or has he been in other things? I mean, he. I, I think uh, uh, his career has forced him to be more of a stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, I mean, I, I think he's a pretty funny guy. You know what I mean? Um, but then there's uh, – he's got a girlfriend and some – his girlfriend's friend named Malaria. That's kind uh, of fun. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I was laughing my tits off at that. Mm-hmm. Malaria. Ooh, Good boy. You God. know, I'm going to drink more on this episode than usual. That's, that's gonna, fine, Eric. I'm Go coasting, dude. We'll see what happens with this episode. <laughs> Listener request month. You asked for it. This is what it is. And he's dating a black woman, and she's like, oh, and it, I'm saying that because it's super important later in the movie. Because uh, she's like, you know, you're supposed to see my, my parents last night. Why won't you come meet my parents? And like, the weirdest part is like, when he goes to meet her parents, it's like, you're best friends with Aries Spears. You're you're dating a black woman. Why can't you just be like, oh, I can just talk to people like they're normal people? Why does he have to wear an afro to it? Dude, he's wearing an afro. He's got like a dashiki on. He's wearing like a necklace with the continent of Africa as like the jewel piece. Like it is. A, he's He comes into the house yelling and screaming about Angela Davis. Like it is stunning. And the thing that sucks most about that scene just caught in the middle of it all is poor Joe Morton. Oh, oh my God. Tremoring like a fucking Terminator is in his sight. <laughs> Dude, I would rather Arnold Schwarzenegger come into my house and rip off his skid suit in front of me than yep. have the pest over for dinner. Oh, absolutely. 100%. I mean, like, I'll be honest with you. If I saw John Leguizamo in a, in a big Afro wig come into my door trying to take my daughter out for a day, I'd start going like... <gasps> <laughs> yes, I would definitely drop uh, my hand and, and, and set off the bomb. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got ahead of it, but yeah, I mean, like, but that's it. Just it doesn't like that to me exemplifies what's wrong with this movie. It's like, dude, you you hang around with black people all the time. Why is this something you're doing? Shouldn't you be trying to impress your girlfriend's parents? Because this- look, look, dude, we are like just barely crossing the threshold into a feature length film here. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like those detours, like stopping off at the girlfriend's house for dinner is one of those things where it's like, okay, we have no story here. So if we add that in, it's like a full on 10 minute detour that will up that runtime. Like it has no, like they wind up making it, sort of consequential to the end of the movie, but you really could have done without it altogether. It's also like the villain is into phony race science and the hero is into (laughs) phony race science. 
So I guess the only thing to come out of the the three card money scene that really matters is this is when there's a there's a misunderstanding because Jeffrey Jones is like, oh yeah, get me that hot specimen, mm, <laughs> human flesh, and he points to somebody like this like handsome like dude who's playing soccer. And his weird deformed clone uh, <laughs> thinks that he's pointing at Leguizamo. So yeah. Leguizamo, like the pest is selected. We still don't know. I mean, it is for hunting humans for sport, but the movie doesn't tell you that just yet. We just know that Jeffrey Jones well, is hunting for a specimen for some reason, well, and and the pest is selected. Just be thankful, because originally those uh, binoculars were trained on a KB Toys. Uh, <laughs> Look at all the specimens. <laughs> oh, no, he must be talking about John Leguizamo. He must be talking about John Leguizamo. <laughs> well, no, all right, we're done hunting for human sport. Now let's hunt for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just them in like a McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> uh, so my next note here goes right in line with the chronology of this film, and I'll just read you guys the note verbatim here. It just says, <clears throat> holy fucking shit, this Chinese restaurant scene. <sighs> Yeah. Anyone, yep. anyone get the name of the, the restaurant? And yes. Anyone get the, the hilarious joke there? That oh. Wong Fu? Yeah, because he was in Tu Wong Fu a couple years earlier. Mm-hmm. A much more uh, appreciated <sighs> film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many defeated sighs will I give in this episode? Try to count, listener. Well, see what we get. I'll, I'll add another one for you. This, this Asian hair hat he wears. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's, so it is a thing where we are to believe that he has been working as a delivery guy for this Chinese restaurant, and the entire time he's been employed by them, he's been pretending to be Chinese. And they're buying it, and he's doing gibberish, and then he'll throw in stuff like Me So Horny, a reference to the Vietnam War film Full Metal Jacket, totally <laughs> Or totally the Two Life Crew field. song. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you just uh, open, open the crank and let it go. Like, just fucking go, John. Riff. Go well, fucking nuts. The, the idea that he would have to be Chinese to deliver Chinese food just goes against everything someone from a metropolitan area would understand. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, it's not just like, well, all Look, the, the the pizza guy is a big Italian guy with a big mustache. Like, Here's your pizza, sir. Look, it's, it's literally dudes from the neighborhood of any stripe. But oh, exactly. look at that. The 29 minutes. It's not the free. Pay up. <laughs> I mean, so like the whole thing here is he's he's because of his like tomfoolery with the, the three card money and he gets he gets briefly detained by the Scottish mafia does not matter. Uh, Update, he's late for that work. Didn't matter. <laughs> well, like kind of. Th- I guess one of the little jokes about the movie is that he's so stupid, and yet he can even fool like everybody. Like, it's not about so- like it- it's that he's fooling them. That's supposed to be the joke. It's like he's Bugs Bunny, and even if yes. him putting on something really brief and stupid, it still fools people, and we just are expected to go along with it. But it doesn't really work in a live action feature film. Yes. But no, it, yeah. Live action cartoons rarely work. But guys, briefly, I want to quickly, before we get out of the Chinese restaurant, the Please. whole My Pet Duck yes. ran away. Oh, of course. Quacky, dude. I, was, I yes. wasn't going anywhere. We got to talk about Quacky. Thank you. Jesus Thank Christ. You. It's just, it, and it is, it's like Bugs Bunny logic because people like have to like understand, like if he gets sad, then they get sad next to him kind of a thing. Like, that's, that's exactly right. Because his whole thing is the guy is like, all right. I'm sick and tired of you being late for your shift. Also, I'm now, for whatever reason, coming out of this fog and realizing you're not even Chinese. 
and are wearing this fucking horrendously racist disguise. Not the most racist disguise in the film, though. We'll get to that one towards the end. But like, so the dude is like, you're fired. And the whole thing is, he's st- it's just like, this is like the riff, John Riff. Like, he's like uh, making all these excuses for why he's late. And then he's like, oh, my pet duck died. And he like is back in the kitchen and he sees all these ducks hanging from a rack you know and he's like you killed my duck and like you're right steve then the emotions that he's pretending to have like wash over these other like the chef is like arguing with the restaurant manager like oh did you murder his pet oh my and they're like feeling bad for him and like you just want to blow your brains out watching yes yeah I would like to see like the Safdie brothers version of this movie where like Eric Bogosian is breaking his hand because he tried to steal like a pot of spaghetti from him somewhere. Well, listen, I think you're totally onto something there, buddy, because if that were the case, the Safdies would at least have the common decency to shoot this fucker in the head at the end. Yeah, you got to uh, get even, there, though. Even unrelated, like Leguizamo and the Safdies would be an interesting collab. Absolutely. That actually would be fucking great. Absolutely. This is how I win. I'm going to win now. I'm going to be winning. Blammo. Yeah, man. Uh, and again, like this whole gag takes it all the way up to like he tricks them into like cooking him some of the duck and he's like eating it and winds up keeping his job because the guy's like, hey, there's no time for eating now. You have deliveries to make. And it's like, holy moly. And he winds oh. up at Jeffrey Jones's place, and this is when the guy's like, "Oh, I thought you, I met that big Jeffrey Jones. Like, I met that big hunk of a man, not this little shrimp." And the guy's like, "Well, I don't know. He's like really annoying, and he's into the sh- Scottish mafia. You could use that against him or something." Sure. And so the whole setup here is Jeffrey Jones is saying to John Leguizamo, like, oh, you know, I'll give you this, like, scholarship worth $50,000. You know, you just have to sign this contract. The funniest thing is, like, you know, Jeffrey Jones, your whole, you know, motivation here is you want to kidnap this guy, bring him to an island, and then hunt him for sport. Why with the contract signing? It makes no sense. It's just for us to get a parlor scene just to pad this runtime out. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, the only laugh I got was when the Scottish Mafia calls, they call him, he calls them at the Chinese restaurant or something. And the guy who's playing the head Scottish guy is like, hey, if I don't have $50,000 tomorrow, I'm going to kill your family. And I, that, <laughs> and I was like, that's an ending to this movie I could get behind. Like, oh, no, all my pesting called the, caused my whole family to get fucking murdered. Like, because you know what, dude? Fuck around, get hurt. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. And he, his family deserves to die. He deserves to die. <laughs> but it's like if, that, if the Scottish Mafia was at all menacing, at like even a little, maybe there would be... You would sense the feet under the fire that, like, okay, this is a serious thing. Right, but, like, <laughs> you know, because he is basically just live-action Bugs Bunny, yeah. you know that, like, there's going to be no consequences for it. I think the other thing, just speaking of live-action Bugs Bunny and, you know, the the root of that Bugs Bunny character, I firmly believe that Leguizamo thought he was doing, like, a Groucho Marx-level performance yeah. in this movie. Because that's, like... So much of this movie feels like really bad Marx Brothers, right? Because that was like the genius of the Marx Brothers was they were just like a tornado of chaos, right? But it was like witty 
Well, yeah. funny. There was yeah. there was breaks. There was timing. Like that. There was like this is just a fountain. It's just constantly going. I mean, Groucho Marx almost always talks in jokes, and they are good. That's yes, the, the, the double talk, triple talk. You know what I mean? All of the entendres, everything like that. And this is just like Groucho Marx for idiots. But I mean, yeah. like, also, I think that the the Marx Brothers always respected their straight men a little better than you know. Like it, it just like the steamrolling of everything doesn't allow for the straight man to react, they, the straight they, man to be outraged but, or offended. Straight men, they, you know, exactly. Zeppo and like, and uh, I forget the actress's name, but she was in a lot of their films. We need that here. We need someone oh, to take yes. this serious. Dude, you're totally right. This movie needed a Margaret Dumond. Yes. You're totally right. And the funny thing is, like, because Jeffrey Jones is doing this dumbass cartoon, he needs to be more of the straight man. But, like, it's just wacky Jeffrey Jones' terrible accent. Yeah, and I don't think he's, like, he, I, even Jeffrey Jones, he doesn't feel like he's here much. No, it's like he's just going through the motions a bit. I have to say, which I mean, which sucks because I mean, like again, like he's really funny in Beetlejuice, and he's such a great straight man in that. Like yes. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's just, uh, just him, like just in a chair. I'm kind of laughing. Even you know what in, I, mean? I mean, even in a piece of shit like Stay Tuned, he's got energy. Like he's really bringing it, and like Hunt for Red October. Like it. This is just he's so like he's like oh yes, uh, kill him yes, I got oh god, when's coffee break, huh guys? Yeah, he's he's really worried because he's got like a sports car in the shop or something, and he's thinking <laughs> about that. I mean, dude, all of Ferris Bueller's day off is just him getting a huge dump taken on him, and it's awesome. Yeah, yes. and it's not even just like this is just latter day Jeffrey Jones. I mean, he's not in it a ton, but is he's in Sleepy Hollow? Is that right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, and he's yep. fine. He's good in it. Yeah, he's good up until, and I think this is probably of the same ilk. Uh, a movie called Who's Your Caddy? Did anyone yep. ever see that? Who's Your Caddy was a post Troubles motion. It picture. was. It was the last one for a while. It was him with Big Boy. Not mm-hmm. good. Yep, I did not see it. He was in. I didn't watch it, but I saw that he was credited as being a part of that Deadwood movie in some way that came out like two years ago or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, see it. he's credited Jeez. on it. I don't know if it was like a flashback or whatever. He's a, it, he's also in a movie called 10.0 Earthquake from 2014. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> well, look, we got a money launder. Let's go. Make a movie with Jeffrey Jones and launder the money. <laughs> yeah, that should be a that's a double tip to the FBI, dude. Uh so Jeffrey Jones is like, "All right, you know, we've selected you to do the scholarship." Yes, the horrendous parlor scene of him like trying to get him to sign this contract he finally does because he brings up the you know 50k and the he says that you know to celebrate this contract signing uh we're gonna go for a hunt on this island that i own is his whole thing and then all of a sudden and this is what i realized i was like "Ooh, it's a hunting humans for sport movie that could be interesting sure maybe uh you know but you my dream, like, my dream it, was almost instantly squashed. The, maybe, and maybe the way to make this funny or good is to have a bunch of people he's hunting at once. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And then especially if you want to do like bad race comedy, get like I'm hunting a white guy, a black guy, a Spanish guy, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and then well, go through those bring, jokes. Yeah, you're, you're totally like, right. Bring the buddies, right? You yeah. see, white guys get hunted like this, <laughs> and black guys get hunted like this. 
It was the nineties, dude. That was, you know, that was peak stand-up comedy, I think. I definitely. Yeah, I think this movie can't really decide if it's for eight-year-olds or fifteen-year-olds a lot of time. Because mm-hmm. most of the humor is eight-year-old stuff, but all of the stuff that's actually being engaged with, only a fifteen-year-old or older would understand how terrible it I, is or funny, I guess. That is the genius of it, Chris, because the eight-year-old will grow up with the movie and yes. come to even love it even further. And the 15-year-old will also pick up the 8-year-old comedy that's getting put down and possibly also appreciate You know, that's that. probably why I didn't see it. it was, I was 14 and then it came out, so it was just sort of like, eh. Oh, fuck, dude, you were right in the middle. You dodged it. Aging but, out. A lot of this humor is also just like bullshit, like, word, like oh, uh, we're hunting deer goose. Isn't deer goose a funny word? Let's use it 27 times. Um, yeah, so that whole exchange was like what, like the uh, uh, Jeffrey Jones says, oh, we're going to hunt deer, but his his dumb friend says goose and kind of steps on his line. So they're like, oh, deer goose. And that's almost kind of like a maybe a Marx Brothery-ian uh, scene if they actually had performers that could pull it off. Right. And instead they, well, because they, they don't. It's like, you know, uh, he, Jeffrey Jones just has to say, Oh yeah, a deer goose. It's uh native only to my island. Yeah, that'll do. Uh so Leguizamo, you know, gets to this like mansion on the island and he's locked in a room and we meet this guy who we're told is Jeffrey Jones's son and the kid is putting on a really bad German accent and he's like, "Yeah, my name is Himmel." And immediately the John Leguizamo Heil Himmel Nazi salute gag. It, was, it had to go somewhere. You know what I mean? You take that one off the board. You got to do it before the I, movie ends. I mean, this is yeah, right after I mean, he was yeah. looking at the family library, which includes, you know, the rise and fall of the Third Reich, uh, Mein Kampf, etc. Really, really doubling down on this whole idea of Nazis living off the coast of Miami. I mean, I was stunned how hard this movie leans into all the Nazi stuff. Like, yeah. Talk about one terrible spice too many in your rancid movie gumbo. <laughs> and they really push it. This whole scene is just kind of Nazi jokes. Like the the globe with the United States of Germany on it. Yes. Guys, Which, we're, we're being rude here. We're forgetting about all the gay jokes. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, see, well they're, they're one and the same with this kid because he's like, you know, immediately the movie lets you know he's gay. Ha 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 ha. And what do they do with him immediately is he's like he's like a sexual predator to Leguizamo. It's like putting Leguizamo in a room with like a caged bear or something. Right. You, because this guy, this kid's like attacking him immediately. That, yeah, you but and you can't have like the moral high ground against these Nazis when you've been doing race jokes for the first hour of the movie. <laughs> Not hour, because it's, it's a short movie, but at least like 30, 40 minutes of just race jokes, and then suddenly the Nazis are here? Are you signing up? <laughs> it's, it's stunning. I mean, because you get the Nazi jokes, and then like a while after, you know, you have like that tidal wave of Nazi-related comedy. Uh, they're in a synagogue for a fashion, and you're just like... Man, you are covering all the bases intentionally, and that doesn't make it better. When, and it yes. doesn't make it fucking funny. And when we get to the synagogue eventually, of course, you know, he does a, a, a Jewish impression. But uh, <laughs> there's a Scottish guy from the mafia who is also Jewish, and that's a joke. Yep, it's like we could, there's not a single fucking Jew in Scotland. So how hilarious is this? Like, it's 
it continues to be dumb. Uh, so Jeffrey Jones like comes into this office, and this is where we see, you know, Steve already mentioned all the heads of you know different races of people. I guess is the idea. This is, and this this is yeah. where I was like, okay, John Leguizamo, maybe a step too far here. <laughs> maybe we've all like I actually was like, maybe I should shut this off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you would have been okay, but you would have missed uh, it, his reaction to seeing all of these mounted heads on the wall. And it's like, you know, he's hunted all sorts of other animals, you know, so he's mm-hmm. his whole thing is like, yeah, I've hunted all the animals in the world, so I had to move to human beings. And John Leguizamo's response is to just piss his pants and you just see it. And he's like, oh, boy, I pissed my pants. Isn't that hilarious? I'm dancing to my piss for the second time in this movie. He pisses all over this this rug, too. I guess the fur rug of some animal that he that Jeffrey Jones had killed when he was like nine or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's like, oh, yeah, my rug. Don't piss on my rug. It ties the yeah. room together. Uh, th- th- there's some story, essentially, that, like, the only thing that makes sense is, like, Jeffrey Jones, when young, was like Gerard Butler in 300, and he was sent sure. out into the woods to be a fucking wolf and bring it back for his fucking Nazi father. Well, that's the other thing, too. The, the, the son, also in a 300 way, was, like... Jeffrey Jones to re uh to to re to to redo the way he was made. He stuck his son in a room with a snake, and that also, I guess, made the kid gay. Is the question? Yeah, I guess now he's like obsessed with phallic imagery or whatever. But th- well, this is also like a, a even a classic Hollywood thing of like the Nazi villain is coded gay. So I'm glad yes. we're putting everything oh, in this movie. Yep. Also, yep. beyond that, even he wants to fuck these snakes. Mm. He absolutely is saying shit like, I want to fuck. He's like getting erotic with the snakes. Well, and that's fucking terrible too, right? Because it's like, it's the only gay character in the movie. And what does this kid do? Well, apparently he's into bestiality also. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's so fucking dumb. They put a button on it several times. Like, even when he's going through the books, he's like, Mein Kampf, and there's another Nazi book. And then he's like, it's like several sex books. Yes. Quick and easy sex or something like that. Yeah, and stuff like, I'm like, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I do. The, we. He is also dressed in what you can only describe as ceremonial garb at this uh, point. I don't know what we're doing here. It's because like this uh, is what your ancestors would dress as. Don't you feel like a great hunter? Also, you're half naked. Nothing weird there, man. <laughs> but also, I, your I, your ancestor didn't dress in Hugo Boss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What the fuck is this shit with all your pockets? Should we just like the goths? <laughs> yeah, you should just fucking have a fur on and you're nude with a spear. <laughs> I don't want to see Jeffrey Jones nude with a spear. <laughs> I'm the uh, new Tarzan. Uh, oh, oh, Why is oh. it a big deal? Leonard Nimoy gets to take pictures of fat women and I can't take my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeffrey. Uh, so yeah, he's dressed. No, up. I will not trade photos <laughs> with you. Hey, sorry, man. And by the way, stop following me to these fucking photo exhibitions. <laughs> Wait, are you calling me from your house? Prank caller, prank caller. <laughs> Hang up. I've called you nine times, <laughs> Leonard. I've got these photos priced to move. Where are those prego files, Leonard? <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go. Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago, is on the other line. Oh, man. Now, this is what I want. I want to see Jeffrey Jones hunting uh, 
Leonard Nimoy and like try like you know seeing him at an arcade and it turns out to be a different old man. <laughs> different old man with a bowl cut. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Uh so oh so before we before the hunt can get underway, we gotta offend a couple more folks here because Leguizamo's like, oh, you know, you don't want to hunt me. I've got problems, and just launches into this horrendous. Uh, like I'm gonna say the affliction and then yeah. act it out, and it's like I've got a speech impediment, I've got dyslexia, I've got Tourette's, and he is just going for the gold with these impressions. He does the, a he does a, a really bad uh, epilepsy fit uh, a little bit before, and it's oh that's it, that's that is in the laundry list of this shit. You're right. He's like, yeah, you can't hunt me. I've got I've got epilepsy. And he just starts like gyrating on the ground. And again, I wish I was dead. Uh, and he does. He gets like a little. Uh, what do you call this? They're a Derringer esque gun. Oh right. I was kind of laughing when John Leguizamo took a shit. I'm not made of stone. I was like, all right, you know what? I just. I mean, it's like it's a fucking candle in the wilderness I, what I, what at that I, point. <laughs> it's something that I've laughed at before that I've seen. I'm like, okay, that's that's sort of something. It's true, Steve, because you can't even enjoy the credits because all the fucking they repeat the scenes over yes. the you don't even have the sweet silence of the credits <laughs> to soothe you after this. You have to keep listening to it. What I love about this shit thing is like it's like he's experiencing a shit for the first time in his life. He's like, My stomach feels funky. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Pauly Shore could have also nailed this role. Mm. Um, speaking of Get funky, Pauly Shore. I mean, to be one of the gut, like yes. the extra people being hunted, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like just, just like have it. Like it's street kids. It's delinquency. And he takes him to this island as like a retreat. You got to frame it in some way. I represent the epitome of the white race, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. He's with Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Around here, like like right before he takes the shit, is the first very like Jim Carrey. It's it's like a combo of like Ace Ventura and The Mask because he encounters like a huge snake and he starts fighting it, and then like it eventually gets to a point where he's like, you know, he's got his foot over part of it and he's holding it up and he's playing it like an upright bass. Yeah, this fucking Holy toy fuck. that he's that is acting in this movie. And what reminded me, there's two times at least where this happens in this movie, and it's very much uh, the mask, is they speed up the frame rate. So when he's fucking around this with this snake, like they make it fast and like so it's goofier. Right. And then the same thing happens at the end when like the whole family's like being held hostage on the dock or whatever. But he's dancing. And he's, yes, when he's doing the dancing. Yeah, yeah. And they, it's, they it's all sped up. They rewind it too multiple yes. times. It's a weird, like, I mean, that's almost something like, oh, we're playing with the reality of anything. But, I think nah. they're trying to get to that 85 minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> Every trick in the so bag. So are we. <laughs> yes, so are we for sure. And you know, folks at home, we apologize. We've got other great content on Patreon this month. <laughs> no, you know what? I, let's just, you know, thank Sarah, everybody. Find Sarah. Uh, I think I have her address here somewhere. Um, and give her a present. Thank you no, for calling course. in for, for listener requests. It's not also Sarah's fault. There's other folks that called this in. That's the true. Numbers, the Pe fuck. People wanted the us balls to do this. were weighted. They wanted us to do this for a long time. 
They wanted exactly. us to do this for a very long. It might have been better in the early days when we were dr- completely fall down drunk recording this show. <laughs> I should, you know, I've been trying not to drink during the week. I really should have started drinking at like three o'clock oh, this afternoon. Yeah, no, I pregame for this. Oh, yeah. It was like a fucking, it was like a fucking football <laughs> game here. <laughs> uh, I feel so stupid talking Andrew's about not, this movie oh, Andrew sober. doesn't drink during the week anymore. I guess we've met the next pope. Here he comes. <laughs> I see some smoke over the Vatican. Steve, it's called clothes not fitting so well anymore. Uh, oh, well, so, so let's get back to what the people uh, wanted us to talk about. So he wipes his ass with a sock. Yay! Oh, oh but then, then Jeffrey Jones <laughs> smells it, and he can yeah. tell where he's going from Dude, the, the from the shit. Why? Hold Why up. is he a bloodhound with shit? <laughs> Did we mention the rocket goes off? Yeah, because, oh, so yes, the, the gay son has this phallic rocket launcher sticking out of his back. It's a and, literal red rocket. Yeah. And <laughs> Jeffrey Jones is like, oh, there he is. And then the rocket goes off and explodes like right in front of Leguizamo and they think he's dead. So the kid's like, yeah, okay, he's dead. Let's go home and watch Hogan's Heroes. Which, why would Do they, you get it yet? Why would they like Hogan's Heroes? They wouldn't like they Hogan's wouldn't. Heroes. It portrays the German military, perhaps a little foolishly. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit, man. Yeah, it's like, it's almost as if the person that wrote this in three days never saw a single episode of that. <laughs> Uh, what's not what's Nazi? Uh, Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah babe. Like if it was a smarter movie, he'd be like, "Yeah, okay, he's dead. Let's go home and put on the VHS tape of Triumph of the Will." Yes. Sure, that's yeah, something. Definitely. Oh. Or Olympia. This would be an Olympia yeah. house. Oh. Yes, big time. Oh, Schindler's List. Oh, Ray Fiennes is just so good in this. Just such a beautiful <laughs> performance. I believe Oscar nominated. Mm-hmm. Let me watch the best parts on YouTube. Yeah, he's got the clip <laughs> reel. It's just the Ray Fiennes cut. Dude, that yeah, has to exist. Kid... I'm, not, I'm not Googling it, but I know that exists somewhere. <laughs> I, I bet Oh, it man, does, the dude. best scenes of Ray Fiennes. No reason. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, 8chan. Uh, so they think he's dead. He goes home. They both go home, right? And, like, man, if this movie was, like, oh, yep, John Leguizamo is dead. Like, they pull a fucking Janet Lee, and you're, like... <laughs> stuck with jeffrey jones and like these two other dudes and then like maybe the buddies come and find him it would be that interesting would be, uh, it's infinitely better because leguizamo's character is not in this movie anymore I, that's not the case though. i would wish uh <laughs> another one of jeffrey jones nemesis showed up howard the duck get him get him, get get howard back oh, oh yeah. that would be great but wait yeah, if- steve when you said one of his nemesis i thought you were gonna say the american fbi <laughs> Yeah, is, wait, is Jeffrey Jones the villain? Isn't he of an alien in him that's the real villain? Isn't he friends yes. with Howard? Yeah, but then he, you know, I mean, he plays the villain. Effect. There was no actual alien. Correct in that yourself, one, Steven. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Yeah, dude. I mean, you wonder why that happens, but then you remember Chris's Howard the Duck tattoo, and it <laughs> yes. totally justifies him freaking out right I, now. I, I showed it to you. I sent you many pics of it. I know you did, buddy. Uh, I can't believe so- it was on your genitalia. <laughs> Look, I, you know, I take dare seriously. Just so uh, this don't, I do. I can't be just writing up on, on, on the old tackle box there. Well, look, they said that the bill had to kind of be my dick. So I had to, you know, aim it yeah. that way. No, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a good shape for it. Thank you. Well, by all means, let's keep talking about Chris's grotesque penis. <laughs> grotesque. Well, there's a fucking Howard the Duck 
tattoo on it. How else would you qualify yeah. that uh, penis? Decorated. Uh, <laughs> adorned. See, not a military veteran. See, my, my dick tattoo is like a tasteful, like a, like a Mark Rothko, where it's like sort yeah. of partially one color and then another. Pink and green over orange canvas. Exactly. Untitled 16. I, yeah. Definitely untitled. I call this the penis cathedral. <laughs> oh, man. I would take a tour through the penis cathedral, see what that's all about. Uh, oh, my Lord. So, oh, so the pest, like, comes, of course he's not dead because there is no God. And uh, he comes back. He scares the kid a little bit. And the only detail here that's important is the kid is like, oh, uh, here's a bottle of, like, animal pheromone that only makes male animals super horny my dad used it on these on these animals and he films it and then it's like the kid is just watching a videotape of lions fucking and again that bestiality thing comes out because he's getting horned up watching these lions bone yeah. yeah i think that's also part of the uh the german stereotype of being like weird into weird sex yeah the scheisser video uh, yeah, the yeah. stuff that, you know, American culture, which is the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, Jeffrey Joseph's a failed venture zoo hub. <laughs> zoo hub? <laughs> I bought a website. How about porn zoo? I think that sounds better. Porn zoo, I think. <laughs> it Look, rolls off the tongue a little we're, better. We're yeah. going to need multiples of these, Eric. They're gonna, we're going to have to sell advertisements, so we have to have a couple of we, Don't we you should, worry. Yes, Chris, we should definitely launch these. No, Jeffrey, I will not go in on you with the Zoo Hub. Also, how do you keep getting my number? I've had to move twice. Twice. Uh, oh, so so the Pest and Himmel, which is the kid, are like, you know what? We both hate Jeffrey Jones. Let's get out of here. And they escape on a boat, and they both get seasick and puke all over each other for a while. That's a scene. Mm-hmm. And, then, <laughs> and then bird shits in Himmel's eye. Mm-hmm. And then he escapes and basically swims to shore. And I was like, oh, the movie's over? Oh, yes, shit. I, yeah, and, I and, I'm, yep. and then I got like fucking 35 minutes left of this piece of shit. <sighs> Stunning, absolutely stunning you, you that and, you have a story like this that like they leave one place and go to an island and then literally come back to the first place for another third of the film. And it's also like there's so many more like gags and disguises and like stuff that belongs in the beginning of the movie that happens towards the end. Like his dinner <laughs> with his dinner with Joe Morton shouldn't be here. The weird dance club sequence with the the lame white guys oh. also should should be again. That's that's something that, like Ugh. you just have to put that scene earlier. There's like a remnants of like this almost feels like a canon movie that escaped the grid. Like how it, so? Like because like like that scene the, specifically that scene the 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 white guy scene versus uh, with the music the I love rock and roll versus spank that. Uh, yeah. the, the number one the, hit the, rock in the charts spank that the, f- the first dude there the guy who like they first start talking the guy who's like driving the car I believe I read correctly is the writer of this film uh-huh. yeah and like it, <laughs> like and like it's very like big the colors are big for the first time like it, it just it's really weird that well, all that, this was allowed this still. I will say that, that scene's almost kind of the best scene in terms of like I don't know you're like making fun of like lame white culture and like the, the I love rock and roll is kind of getting it there. I'm like I'm, I'm almost near smirking. It's kind of funny, but it just like like so many gags in this movie has no. Uh, it doesn't like push the story in any direction. The fact that they like 
defeat these guys, the only thing that comes from it is they like steal their tickets to get into this private party that the club is having, right? But even that doesn't make sense because then once they're inside, there's all these other people that get in that definitely wouldn't get in, like the Scottish Mafia guys, Jeffrey Jones and his fucking weird egg clone. Like, they all get in, and I'm like, then why did we have to have the dance-off with the guys out front if, in fact, it is just easy to sneak into this club without an invitation? Because their whole motivation is, like, we defeated them to get the access to the club and why are they even there? To hide. They're, they're just they're just trying to hide. Like so, the, it's like oh, oh my right. god, let's let's hide. So first they try to hide at uh, Joe Morton's house. We talked about that scene ad nauseum. It goes on a long time. But Jeffrey Jones Ooh. shows up with a dart gun and knocks out that entire family, which is it's pretty. Kind of, this is actually kind of the best scene in the movie. And then when his friend tries to like break into the house to help him out, he gets instantly tranked. Yes. Uh, this is after enough. his penis catches on fire. You oh, can't forget that. There's a tracking device in his penis, and like it starts to overheat. I suppose. Uh, yes, I, I, because he's eating. <sighs> it's a whole thing, but yeah. like the mother, the mother of the girlfriend is like, "Oh, we've made Cuban food for dinner," and he goes into a whole thing about like. Why Cuban food? He calls her a stupid bitch. Like this whole thing, and and then like so they're See, it's eating a funny the movie. <laughs> they're eating the meal, and then like the guy, yeah. the little egg guy, is like, "Oh yeah, oh something's happening. It looks like the tracking device is overheating." And it goes back to Leguizamo, who's been eating this Cuban food, and he's like sweating profusely. And then, like, smoke just starts emanating from his crotch, and he's yeah. screaming. He gets naked in front of these people. Joe Morton has the best comedy lines of this scene. Like, it's like, oh, he's on drugs. And then when, like, like Wazama's on the floor dragging his balls and dick on the ground. Like a dog. Says, like a dog with yeah. an itchy yeah. asshole. He says, that boy has syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> syphilis of the ass. <laughs> um. So yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey Jones assassinates his entire family. It's kind of funny, I guess. Uh, he also winds up tranking his own son too. Yes, um, I think the only the great part of this whole scene though is Jeffrey Jones hits the pest in the face with the butt of a rifle, and it's it's a real moment of like the pest getting hurt. And I was like, "Ooh, do it again! Oh god! Oh, hit him again! Ooh, do it! Ooh, do it!" Uh. But instead, he jumps out a window, and you get a look at this stunt double. This John Leguizamo stunt double was it the guy who does the stuff for uh, Macaulay Culkin? Or uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, dude, he looks exactly like Charles Bronson. Which is kind of <laughs> I think before he jumps out, he says, "You can't hit me." You're oh no, this is like right right after he shoots everyone in the family. John Leguizamo says, "You can't hit me because you're just a giant big sucker butt." Ooh, nailed him, Ooh. pest. Sucker, sucker butt. How does how does anybody come back from that? You don't. <laughs> know, you right? Yeah, you, you just, just have to can. give up after that, right? Devastating. They were. I don't know if you can come back from being in the film The Pest. <laughs> I guess anything is possible. Tim, you've got to put me in Sleepy Hollow. I did this movie The Pest. <laughs> okay, man, but stop asking me to come over and trade photos. <laughs> it would be funny if John Leguizamo actually saw the movie and he was the one who was pressuring TriStar to pull it from theaters. <laughs> Dude, I bet. <laughs> He's like, my, my reputation cannot survive this. Please get rid oh, of it. Oh, fuck. It's going to kill me. Oh, it's going to kill me. 
There's a weird thing here which also makes absolutely no sense if you think about it, right? So big picture, Jeffrey Jones and this egg egg clone and his son are all in Miami trying to hunt him down, right? Because again, he still wants to trank him take him back to the island, murder him, and cut his head off, right? That is still the goal of Jeffrey Jones. Yet, for whatever reason, Jeffrey Jones' little egg assistant calls, or no, Jeffrey Jones does, calls up Angus, the the Scottish mafia guy, from the car phone, and he's like, hey, by the way, uh, the pest is going to run off with all your money. Better go get him. And I'm like, well, why would you do that? If they kill him because of the money and you're ratting him out, it defeats the purpose of you coming here to take him back to the island to murder him well, and get the head. But That's if he, true. But if he gets loose, his Nazi reputation is, is spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> what is he going to do after that? And also, you know, Hitler killed so many people making phone calls, so maybe it counts for uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey Jones. I think he put it on. He put a, a line through the four with that one. There is also a weird thing in, in like, a lot of Jeffrey Jones lines where he's like, you know, uh, once I get the pest and get his head on my wall, I'm going back to the Rhineland. Like there's this whole thing where he's going to like escape America and flee back to Germany. And I'm like, that's again, a bad joke because uh, they don't want you like, come on. Like that whole thing of like the Nazis going to return back to his home base, Germany. Isn't that funny? I mean, if, I mean, it's not funny and it wouldn't even be funny if they said this, but like Brazil or something would be something because if you go, you flee to Germany, you're just going to run into a U.S. military base. (laughs) That's true. Just get you all over. Yeah. Get back there for a craft work reunion concert. Like what are you doing back in Germany? Chris Cabin, I went to a Kraftwerk reunion concert in New York City, and it was awesome. I bet. Oh, man, that's pretty cool. Fucking concerts, man. I've never done it, sadly. Mm, They had 3D glasses and everything. Mm. Ooh. I'm jealous. That's kind of cool. Fuck, that sounds really cool. Uh, So, again, got to go back to my notes, guys. I got to read you another thing uh, verbatim here. Holy moly, this synagogue scene. Yes. Oh, because the joke is like, where will they never look? These Uh Nazis. Where will these? Yep. And the idea is they go to a synagogue. And like, the idea is, John Leguithama, if you're trying to hide, don't go on the dais, go in the back. It is the dumbest move you could make, Pest. Also, uh, not every Jewish person is doing the fucking. Hasidim curly hair and the outfit man like you don't have to be a part of the orthodoxy here but, you know what i mean like you could just sit in a pew but, and shut your fucking mouth exactly. but that's the thing to even like try to bring logic to it is insane because the whole point is that every time he has to try to trick somebody the whole point of every scene yes. is that he has to get it over on somebody even though he's the stupidest most annoying person <laughs> on the earth I mean, and you're totally right, Chris. And, you know, I am the fool for looking in, you know, for all these plot holes in a film like The Pest. But, like, really, man, it's the only thing keeping my fucking brain together (laughs) thinking about this movie. Like, he starts this scene, like, him and and, and Tubby, what, Chubby is his name? Yes, Chubby is Ari Spears. One of the two nicknames here. They come out, like like Steve said, on the day as house by the way there's a mitzvah going on and he announces himself to the room by screaming hello jews <sighs> and in thank the- you bugs <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
I would just love if there was like, you know, like the one of the nine people that saw this in theater was just losing his mind. <laughs> oh, there had to be like at least one of those dudes was knee slapping, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. Just because like, it's, just imagine seeing the pest in theaters right into the we all the we hate movies mailbag if you saw the pest in theaters. Yeah, I want to know what your mental state was like at that point. It, what was going on in your life? What yeah. troubles were it, happening? What did it, your parents think? Even my criminal delinquent father didn't fucking bother to pilfer this movie from fucking Columbia House. Because he had taste. Didn't even bother. He's like, I will <laughs> I will go to jail for Rambo 2 on VHS. <laughs> I will go to jail for the Goonies on VHS. I will not do time for the past. Absolutely even, not. Even that RoboCop 3. I know, I know it's not the same. It's not the same with him there. But yes, I will even go to jail for that. I would kill I would have killed to watch Robocop 3 today. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, that's something. Maybe we should do that as an episode. Yeah, we have we, 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 we're supposed to twice in fucking Detroit. We still oh, we might, do the third ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean I forgot that that shit was supposed to exist. You know what? Before the uh the calendar strikes the, the, the clock strikes midnight on this year, maybe we will have gone to Detroit. To do that show, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. You're just gonna, you know, follow us on Twitter at WHM Podcast for tour updates, if ever. That's the best way to stay up to the minute with what we're doing. Whether I'm high taking pictures of my TV or we're announcing new tour dates, that's where <laughs> to find us, man, on Twitter. We you gotta check out the TV picks. We're kind of all getting into it these days. It's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good TV pick sesh, man. Absolutely. How else will people know what I'm watching? The TV's the only person I've ever talked to this entire year, face to face. Jeffrey, I do not want pics of your TV either. <laughs> what on earth? But Lenny, look what I was watching. <laughs> it's kind of funny, right? Because I was in Stay Tuned. Do you get it, Leonard? I am not familiar with the film, no. You know, uh, we're not so different, you and I, Lenny. <laughs> We're both perverts of different kinds. <laughs> you are a legend for being part of the show Star Trek. I was once kicked out of a Star Trek audition. <laughs> you you are a pervert. I am a criminal pervert. Let Did me he... be clear here. <laughs> I just appreciate people of different sizes. Uh -huh. You appreciate children and, as I can understand it, animals now, too. <laughs> As I can understand. I'm looking really quickly to see if he, <laughs> if he uh, maybe guessed it on any Star Trek. Because it seems like a thing where he could have been on Next Gen at least. Snuck in on TNG here. Well, actually, not no, yeah, no, because he had some heat in the 80s. He wouldn't have been on uh, Next Gen. You know, Amadeus. Mm -hmm. Right. That's actually, you know what yeah. he did, though, is in Stay Tuned, he does a Star Trek riff. That's right. Oof, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Christ almighty. Yeah, he had his heat sucks. in the 80s, and then he had a lot of heat in the late 90s. Um, <laughs> Not the good kind. It was that house guest that did it for me. Dude, look at his uh, his 1999 was pretty big. Ravenous, Sleepy Hollow, and Stuart Little. Oh, Ravenous man. Ravenous is so Rules. good. Yeah. Oh, you know what? He's definitely in a total stay tuned Heartbreakers from 2001. With a uh, Hackman, Sigourney Weaver, and uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, yeah, yeah, there yeah. My, saw that in the theaters. Never I saw did. it actually. My, it sucks. My mother has seen that movie more than any other movie that's ever existed. <laughs> wow! What heartbreakers? Yes, Get out of town. She loves that movie. 
I don't know why, but I've watched that movie with her at least four times. I w- I'm curious who's uh, if your mom has seen Heartbreakers more than my mom has seen Twister, because that is something. <sighs> I don't know. She really thinks Gene Hackman is hilarious coughing. And I'm wondering if, if she saw more than my mom saw cruising. <laughs> You know, I just let's talk about what our moms are into yeah, these days. <laughs> my mom, well, talking about like this time period that this movie came out, and I think she still kind of does, but my mom, big Harrison Ford fan. Oh. A lot of VHS tapes of Harrison Ford in the house, including Random Hearts. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we had six days, seven nights on DVD. I whatever. just I just watched Frantic recently. Pretty good. Pretty good. Frantic fucking rules, yeah. man. Good choice for you. Not good choice for us. The pest. No. Uh, yeah. So whatever. He offends a whole uh, synagogue goes, full of he people. He goes to the dance club next. We talked about the white guys. But we should talk about that. It's like, oh, it's a karaoke dance club, which also wouldn't be exclusive. It was fucking <sighs> doing karaoke. Yeah. I don't get what's going on here because like the club, it's like Club Paris or something like yeah. that. And yeah, then all of a sudden there's just this dumbass karaoke lounge inside it. Also, whatever set this is, it's it's clearly not a club. This is like someone's nice house somewhere. Like did didn't you guys get a very like domestic vibe from this club? Okay. I w- Until you get to the karaoke, the karaoke room, it's a different thing. But like when they're sneaking around, he's like sneaking on the staircase and he sees the two Scottish guys and everything. I was like, this just looks like someone's big drug dealer. I house. was not paying attention at that time. <laughs> Excellent. No, yeah, you know, it's, there it's a, is a great thing though. There's when they walk right into the club, there's an extra that walks by them, hilariously huge, like big tall Johnny Suede haircut. Oh wow, maybe yeah. could have been Brad Pitt. <laughs> I will say with the with the Jim Carrey stuff, this does definitely have the club from the mask feel. Mm. But it's yeah, it, like you say, that. it's the it's karaoke and like it seems like it's like like you have to get like it's a speakeasy karaoke like it's a secret place <laughs> that you have to get into right yeah that's a good call i don't know what this is supposed to I, be look you know what the masters would not stand for this no they they're would not going to take they're going to take anybody that comes out of this kind of place i'm sorry they're just not going to look at you back to the uh, karaoke masters here and there was a big disaster actually um some fraudulent participation where you uh, are are loath to report to you here but uh turns out that Japanese businessman <laughs> that was performing in the karaoke masters was actually John Leguizamo. Oh, yes. We have to do- where he's going to be banned from the masters for all time for Asian face, which um, <laughs> let, let, it be, let it be known that if there is an actual uni wasabi that would like to compete that they are welcome to. And this, this <laughs> apparently this 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 person was not uni wasabi. Dude, uni wasabi, can we just already? That, that, now, that being said, though, that being said, I've never heard a better Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has really spoken tonight. He, despite being a fraudulent entry under the name uni wasabi, I think we got to give him a few, a few points there. Uh, he's still banned for life. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeffrey Jones is a line that's like, I had the pleasure of hunting uni wasabi, and you are no uni wasabi because we're going to do a Lloyd Benson fucking joke right now. Oh, my God. oh wow. You're right. I do love. So he does oh. a bad karaoke thing, and it's a bad everything and he's, thing. He's, like, he's dressed like a, a Japanese guy. He's got silly glasses. And my favorite part is he throws the, uh, the pheromone on to Jeffrey Jones, and all these dudes start to hump him. And it's just like. 
if this movie ends with Jeffrey Jones getting fucked to death in a dance club, mm-hmm. <laughs> two stars, two, yeah. two stars, yeah. Oh, one and a half, man. It's still the best. <laughs> yeah, this it's just, is it's really just like dumb. John Leguizamo in a boat with a big cigar. So, yeah, he just got fucked to death. All right. Anyways, <laughs> well, that's the movie. Good night, everybody. See you for the past two. It was uh, there was nothing left. Just okay, he was fucked to dust. Okay, three stars. <laughs> if I get that, if scene, he was, that if he was specifically, <laughs> then I get three stars. <laughs> All right, yeah, if it has that little button on the end of it, sure. Oh my god! So like, while the pheromones joke is playing for no one, uh, this dude Angus nabs the pest, uh, and they throw him into the. Th- it's all three of the guys now. He throws them all into the car. And he's like, all right, look, I'll have your money tomorrow. And to put up collateral, eh, here's Freddie Rodriguez. He's not in this movie anyway. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he, like, sacrifices his friend to the mafia. That's kind of shitty. Look, look, you're going to be in Can't Hardly Wait soon anyway. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Wasn't that the same year as this? I think these were both oh, 97. Really? I thought that was 98, but I might be wrong. Ooh, I think you might be right, actually. Never mind. Um, but, yeah, so it's, just, it's right around the corner. And the funny thing is, when you think about what Freddie Rodriguez is doing in that movie... I think it's kind of a little bit of a pest impression. Yeah, it's it, well, it's, it's just like very similar. Like this is obviously his thing. It's like high energy, which he changed later. Like I'm crazy, wacky, whoopadoo kind Wait, of a dude. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you did six feet under, and you can't do that in six feet under. Well, you could, uh. but it wouldn't work. <laughs> That's a show I have absolutely no desire to rewatch ever in my life. Yeah, you don't really need I, to. I, I bet it wouldn't hold up either. It would feel like very late 90s, early aughts, like prestige television, but bad. I have found that there is no good in going back to look at what Alan Ball has done. (laughs) American Beauty, (laughs) it didn't turn out great going back to that. It didn't turn out great going back to Six Feet Under when I tried. And uh, uh, isn't he True Blood as well? True Blood was him. I'm I'm not going back to that period, so fuck you. I guarantee you it's not worth it. Although, aren't they like rebooting it or something Uh... I read? Maybe. Who's going to say Suki now? <laughs> Suki. <laughs> That's all I know about the show. Suki. Suki. Uh, I, I checked out of that show. I watched it for a while, actually, but I checked out Suki. when they were like, oh, Anna Paquin, you're like a magical fairy person. Uh-huh. And I was like, good night. <laughs> this movie sort of ends like the usual suspects <laughs> on a boat. Like, it's it just, does? like, I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, the his whatever, whatever. His family gets kidnapped by Jeffrey Jones after where he, he's not fucked to death. He's just fucked to completion. And um, <laughs> he kidnaps him. his whole family. He's like, I'm going to kill your whole family. Again, I'm kind of laughing. Uh, you got to come here and save them or offer your own life. Right, him right. and Aries Spears wear camouflage, which is like white-black camouflage, which was the style at the time, by the way. If you're <laughs> it's a weird cartoon thing, too, because it's like, where did they get those clothes? Yep. When uh, when they get on the boat and he and Aerie Spears like sneak into one area, there's like a bunch of weapons everywhere, and they're like looking at all these cool you know weapons, and he's like, now we well, now it's our time to shine, Chubs or whatever. And then there's a there's a abysmal don't ask don't tell joke right oh. here, where like Chubby's like, hey, don't ask don't tell. Like I think about them using the weapons, oh, and then the it. pest is like. Wait, what did you say? Uh-huh. And he's like, uh, never mind. And he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. And I'm like, you know, maybe this movie could have been 84. <laughs> maybe this could have been a short, an HBO special short. 
Yeah, exactly. 20 minutes and I'm out. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a boat. They're inside a boat, Steve, but it also, I don't know if we're filming on the inside of a boat because it definitely also looks like your standard, uh, 1990s Terminator factory. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> and when does he get a machine? So he gets a machine gun and he's like, I've got you now kind of a thing. Right? There is a, a, a uh, <laughs> I've got, I need yeah, a defeated. I've got you now. <laughs> I need teepee for my bunghole. Oh, yes. right. Dude. There's like this whole prank. Cause he's got like the walkie talkie and different positions around the terminator factory boat it's multiple times this is the last time it happens but there is a time earlier in the film we're definitely doing beavis and butthead impressions outside the club they do the beavis and butthead laughs yes that's what it is and then yeah this is him just doing beavis doing a cornholio joke right you know what? Leave that to the pros, fellas. <laughs> Look, Bugs Bunny, not Beavis and Butthead. Don't get your cartoons mixed up, too. Well, Totally, dude. Pick one cartoon motif and stick to it. And this is where we really get the Bugs Bunny because he, you know, he's walking around the ship like Elmer Fudd, and suddenly John Leguizamo is walking behind him, like toying Yo, with him. Yes. Oh. He puts his gun. Oh. He puts a gun down a pipe, and it comes up and shoots it in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> He throws a little black circle on the wall and a fucking train runs through it and hits him. Everybody um, <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, he gets the drop on Jeffrey Jones right here. Uh, and then Jeffrey Jones, like the cheapest garbage thing, right? He's like, uh, you know, oh, well, actually, Pez, you don't have the drop on me because... I definitely poisoned you oh. a while back, and you have four seconds to live. Uh. And this is where he does the, if I was poisoned, could I do this? And it starts all the, like, mask dancing. Uh. And, like, this family, this family is sitting behind him watching him do this, like, man, I should have just stuck to community theater. <laughs> I, you yeah. know, they were filming this movie in Miami. I wanted to give it a shot, be in a motion picture, and now... Sitting at a cold dock at two thirty in the morning, <laughs> watching John Leguizamo dance. God damn it! And uh, Leonard Nimoy won't call, talk to me anymore because I worked with Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> oh wait, I was about to star in this community theater production of Our Town in Miami, but what was that? You associated with Jeffrey Jones in a motion picture? You say good day. We are. <laughs> We are the Mozart and Solieri of sleazy pictures. Get that perverted shutterbug out of my life. I would love to work with you, Matthew Broderick, but I have a steadfast rule with Jeffrey Johns. (laughs) They cannot be trusted. (laughs) He's right. Oh, man. He's right. He's right. Um, Yeah, so like... (laughs) He doesn't get poisoned, and then like Jeffrey Jones is like, well, I'm not going to give you the money anyway, so goodbye. And it's like, all right, that could be the end of the movie. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Dude, right here, the verbatim, let's get back to the notepad. How is this movie not over? And it's, it's because Jeffrey Jones has to have a scene where he goes to like this bank, and he's going to empty out like the safe deposit box, because he is still planning on fleeing to Germany. Just like Inside Man! Yes. yes, exactly. <laughs> this is what gave me the thought. And also, like, what the fuck is with that that moment there? Because, like, didn't you want the head? Wasn't that kind of the whole fucking point? I think at this point, dude, he's like, you know what? Screw this. Yeah. It is no human headhunting is worth this trouble. I will try again in a, in a oh, year or something. Because okay. <laughs> um, also, I think he's probably thinking to himself, like, 
well, gee, you know, if I get the pest now and I mount his head on my wall, then I'm just reminded of the antics that this man put me through. <laughs> ah, I don't and, want that. And again, his reputation in the Nazi community is just shot after this. I mean, oh, he's, been, yeah. he's been made fun of quite publicly. <laughs> uh, anybody catches the line reading of this bank teller that he talks to? No. Because he's like, he's like uh, you know, oh, I need to see Lockbox 428 or like whatever it is. <laughs> There's just this actress who's like, of course, Mr. Jack, the guard will let you in. It's like the delivery is like if you watched it typed out on like a tweet or something, it would be when people do like uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, <laughs> like just like a wacky ass, terrible line delivery that you just really should have been like, you know what? Just you, you pretty much got it. But just let's do it one more time just for safety. Just what? And they didn't. And then this is the line reading this poor woman has. Like, it's awful. Uh, and his his lockbox is empty, and then it's because the pest has portrayed the German ambassador and gets him arrested. Uh, like what? What? What is even this? Did the German ambassador to the United States be in Miami that afternoon? And he says something, something like he's he's like pick up the phone, and he's he's like taunting him. He's like, and you know what? There's a lot more than fifty thousand dollars in there, and now I'm rich, and I'm like, good, so I can never see you again. Please <laughs> go away. I mean, he looks like I mean, he looks like his character from Moulin Rouge. He does, yeah, he does. For some reason, I don't get this. <laughs> it's the mustache, dude. I think that's exactly yeah, what it no, is. No, this screams German to me. It definitely mm-hmm. does. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he's also walking on his knees at the end of this movie. Too. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he dr- he gets in the you know Chubby's jeep and they all drive off. Uh, of course, his lady friend is there. Uh, Malaria, the friend I think is also there. Is, is there is there a, a a babe for every dude at the end here? I couldn't really figure out who was cramming into this car. No, it's just them. Oh no, it's 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 the three friends. So it's it's past uh, uh, Freddie Rodriguez's character, Chubby. The lady friend, just the one, the, his girlfriend, Pest's girlfriend, because then the guy driving the car is Himmel. Himmel's like, yeah. oh, cool, because Himmel kind of has like oh, a, an that. awakening in Miami, right? Because he's like, oh, look, like I'm here, like in Miami. I, you know, I'm not under the thumb of my father. I can be gay. This is great. So the end of the movie is Himmel, you know, oh, that's dressed like nice. a. It's he's he's living his best life dressed as like a Miami beach bum kind of guy and not like his Nazi costume yeah, anymore. I think he's got a, a pair of Oakleys on. He's doing great. That's good. Yeah. You know, I, I missed that at the end of this movie. So, that's so good. did I. It's kind of like the what? Like I saw that and was like, all right, cool. That guy now gets to live out his days being a, a happy gay kid in Miami and not with his Nazi father. So that's anymore. the only good thing to come of this movie, <laughs> like narratively well, from the characters. It's really yep. Himmel's story. He's the character that changes Eric. Yeah. I mean, he's the <laughs> one that's been literally held hostage his entire life. The pest has been fucking farting on everyone he sees. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fighting, the movie closes just as it opened. We get back to the shower singing, and he's just farting and doing Dracula and it's, doing the Chinese. No, 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 no. Yes, they, it's they, a straight they, repeat. Yeah. Yes, it's the same. It's thing. the same. It's the same footage, right? Yes. It's just the same. They just dumped it at the end of it. God damn it! Couldn't just give me like <sighs> it's just blackness and white text. That's all I wanted after this <laughs> fucking assault. Like just, just fucking- it's over. How at this point, like you've you've had him doing this garbage 
Bugs Bunny Groucho thing this whole time. How do you not really just put the final nail in the coffin and have him do it? That's all, folks. Yeah, oh, that's Why not? it. That would I mean, have been like, it. come on. They could have, you know, you know it, it leans into it heavily, but if they leaned into it even more, it would make more sense. <sighs> you know, so I'm not going to ask you if you would recommend this movie. <laughs> I, like, what a fucking pointless thing to say. You know, I, I, I will give you a little uh, uh, a tidbit uh, how I watch movies is. Ooh, juicy. I will, rant, like, when something is really rancid and I can see it coming, because, you know, I, I rent a lot of movies from either a- from Amazon for the most part for this show because it's just easier. I will rent from Voodoo so this doesn't fuck up my uh, my uh, Ooh, algorithm. It's like you know, it, it's kind of like the, it's almost like a private browsing tab kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, that's, that's really great, dude. I should do that because I totally fucked up my Apple algorithm putting this movie in there. Oh. You need you need you need little places to stash. Like I mean, Lord knows what the the good folks at Voodoo think of me, but I don't care. <laughs> Well, uh, he's a, he's just another one of our damned souls here at Vulu. <laughs> oh no, fuck Voodoo. I think they're a Walmart company. They are. They are well, yeah. I so remember when, when I saw yeah. Voodoo, I was like, oh cool, finally I don't have to give money to fucking Amazon. And it's like, oh, it's Walmart. Yeah. That sucks too. Yeah. Uh, anyways, no, thank you for me. That's it's a no. This is a, a blight. Uh, you know, I, I, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call something here really quick. I wouldn't be shocked if I leave this world with and John Leguizamo has an Oscar, and I, I just, I could see him like being yep. a villain or something, or doing some drama that's really good because I think he's a very good actor and has a real presence, and this is not that, and he should have never done this movie, and it's a blight. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right because that's that's the thing that's like really difficult about this movie, right? Is like I've known about it for years while also liking John Leguizamo for years, and. I've sort of known that I don't want to like tarnish my like of John Leguizamo for watching this movie that I have successfully avoided uh, right up until yesterday evening. Um, and I, I, I think he's great. I think he's a great actor. I do think he's funny. Like, obviously, he can do comedy. I do think he's a good dramatic actor. And I want to just point out, I feel like what I we should do maybe is like say a nice John Leguizamo <laughs> performance, right? <laughs> So him as uh, Jacob Vasquez in Waco, he's great. I think he's really great on that show, honestly. I think he's, it's a good I dramatic mean, it's, performance. It's a small role, but him and John Wick, yeah, I think, is good. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that's that's another one. I mean, I, I I really do want like I think he's fun. I think he can deliver a line. It's this kind of humor. I just don't think he was made out for. I think it was an attempt to make bigger what his one man shows did. It just it it wasn't working on this or House of Buggin and like. I do. I love him. Uh, Benny Blanco in Carlito's Way. Yeah. He's so fucking yep. good. Um, he's in this uh, movie from 92, 93 called Hanging with the Homeboys. It's a little hard to find, but it's very good if you can find it. Um, he's Yeah, he's been great for a while. I just can't believe that you guys have never seen this movie because I. this is not even a joke. Literally, whenever you say John Leguizamo, I think of this movie. I wow. saw this movie as a kid. This Incredible. informed everything I know about John Leguizamo. So I was never... Wow. Like, I never you know sought out his movies. But when I did see him and stuff, he I did see that he was good. But when I think John Leguizamo, I think the past and I have since the late 90s that's a bummer man i mean how about this dude can you switch that over to like super mario brothers at least <laughs> i guess i guess i think it's just like this was burned into my mind as a child yeah. because it's it's so awful 
I mean, the poster certainly is. I mean, I have seen this poster for for years, for literally decades at this point, and just been like every time, like, nope, until today. So thank you uh, for writing in. Was it Sarah? It's Sarah from New Jersey. Thank you, Sarah from Jersey. Thank you for. uh, you know what, Sarah? You helped me get a, a title off my bucket list here. Uh, <laughs> and and in, yeah. in this instance, I mean bucket list as in I watched the film and now I wish I kicked the bucket. And there's great episodes, <laughs> you know, previously on our catalog here on the free feed. And the, 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 the Patreon feed this month, we're going to have good fellas. I promise it will be a good episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this is this is the first of... Uh, what do we say? There's five uh, Tuesdays yep. in uh, yeah. in this month of March, so we got uh, a lot of stuff coming down the pike. Yes, Eric uh, mentioned our WLM episode on on our Patreon uh, about Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas, um, and then of course you requested Nexus episodes. What did we draw there for uh, Animation Damnation, Steve? We drew another Transformers episode. Uh, something, That's right. Something called uh, Carnage in C Minor. So there's a musical Transformer. Also, we should say. Uh, what we didn't draw for our uh, listener request month was our new $10 tier, The Walsh. Uh, we will have another episode of Melro 210. But not only that, we will have the Snyder Sessions, which is going to be somehow our reaction to the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. It's going to be more than one episode, FYI. Yes. Yes. Unsure what it's going to look like. But yes, Justice League, the Snyder Sessions a We Hate Movies special presentation coming to this Patreon tier, The Walsh, uh, sometime later this month. Because uh, the thing airs, what, the 18th? Yeah, it'll be like, you know, so got to give us some time there, guys. Yeah. But it'll be, it'll yeah, be in the month to... of r- March for I, sure. And, and I'm yeah. going to rewatch the original Justice League. I'm going to put myself through that just to compare and contrast. So, yeah, it's going to be worth it for my torture, at least. <laughs> You're a little pain pig. I am indeed. <laughs> <laughs> if you folks at home want to do something similar, of course, we do have the Justice League commentary uh on our patreon that you could sync up and, and rewatch to that theatrical cut um so if, you, if you're like a pain pig but you like to laugh <laughs> <laughs> from column a, column B. totally uh but yes that is the pest from 97 directed by paul miller go back to award shows forever i think it, this is the only feature film he's directed he's still alive he's still directing the cmas and all that horse shit uh this was the only movie not surprising um but steve sadak as always here on we hate movies the show rolls on uh next week a brand new episode also requested by uh one of our listeners so what will we be talking about then uh the shit keeps rolling downhill it's warriors <laughs> of virtue Woo! Hell yeah. this is the we're a kangaroo fighter uh, movie. i never yeah. saw this but it has to be better I'm kind of into it. I mean, at least it's got like a concept that I can sink my teeth into a little bit. They just always, I mean, I haven't seen it, but they always kind of just appeared to be like the Ninja yeah. Turtles, but they were kangaroos. Teen- teenage Mutant Kangaroos. Teenage Mutant <laughs> Kangaroos. That's it. That's all it is. I'm totally down for that. And I think, Eric, you just reminded me too. I'm saying it for me personally, and you know, you guys can feel however you want, but now, welcome to the top of the shelf, The Pest. <laughs> this is, I believe, the worst film I've watched I, for this I show. I would co-sign that, because at least Ultraviolet, which we had a, a lot of trouble with one request month ago, that yeah. at least had some visual yeah. stimuli mm. of some kind. Yep. It's just like one, yeah. it's a series of bad race jokes, and uh, I, I, I'll co-sign as well, I think. I think yeah, yeah. I'll co-sign that. Ooh, excellent. Nice. So we're all in agreement. This is the fucking worst thing ever. Excellent work, everybody. (laughs) 
Oh, boy. Well, that is it. That's the pest. Uh, now we got to go prep for next week's debauchery. Uh, so until next week, where we're talking about Warriors of Virtue, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Gavin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.